Would you ever use a bidet? I've thought about it. Probably more than someone should. And no. I've had those endless wipers, you know, and I'm just like, God, I would love nothing more than just to put a fire hose up there, <laughs> turn on for about half a second, and just let my insides just realign and just know that I'll be clean. Probably dead, but I'll also be clean. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are in a lovely mood. Nice. There you go. I was going to say movie. I'm like, oh, cool. We're in a movie. We're in a movie. Yay. Happy Thursday. Guys, we're doing it again. We're We're doing it again. We're mind gapping. We are mining your gap. Yeah. I said mining, not minding. Yeah, well, you need to mind the gap, too. Mm -hmm. But that's not the name of our podcast because that is the... However, that is the most commonly mistaken one Mm -hmm. for us. Mind the gap. Fuck you, UK. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck you. Uh. Fuck you, all of UK. But you know who you should not say fuck you to? Elephant and Castle! Yes, Elephant and Castle, 185 North Wabash, Chicago, Illinois. It's our home away from home. Where they have not only lovely drink and food specials, but they also have soccer on TV. Right. For the World Cup. Which they'll have... Wait, is that over? No, it's okay. still going. When's that end? Uh, I don't know. I had predictions for the World Cup. Oh, Jesus. I should have I should have gone through this last week. I was talking with Drew, <laughs> uh-huh. and I was telling him why certain teams will beat other teams. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you need to absolutely broadcast that. No, that would be great. You'll get some... Because it was solid logic, Doug. Just market this internationally, when tag I've, it with World Cup, and I'm, see what we get. I'm telling you, man. Like my my pred- Even though I, I'm already wrong, because I had Sweden and Brazil head-to-head in, in the final, and then Sweden winning, yeah, uh, which immediately got disproved on that. Uh, sure. My logic was still flawless. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, so you can come here yes. uh, to watch uh, football. Football. Uh, you can also eat, uh, eat and drink and have, uh, have good times. They have uh, uh, sociables every day. I still hate saying that word. <laughs> uh, Guys, it's have, a happy hour. They have a happy hour every day. And also they have very, uh, basically they have snack and shares. So basically meaning that anything that's $11 or less is half off for appetizers. So it's definitely worth checking out. They also have daily specials, drink specials. Mondays, you have uh, one and done Mondays where essentially a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped. Ooh. And it's poured until it's gone. Pints are $3. That's it. $3. And it rotates every week. Rotates every week. It's a new keg. You guys, this is, and I say this in all seriousness, plug aside, it's one of the best deals in Chicago. It's so good. Three bucks for a pint of beer for something that's special, unique. You can't beat that. It's an awesome deal. Come in, say hi to Uyghurs, say hi to Joy Poppin' Bottles, say hi to anyone behind the bar. They'll hook you up. Absolutely. You got Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins of beer are 25% off. And Justin, what's a tin? It's a can of beer. Can of beer. 25% off. Wine Down Wednesdays, where all glasses of wine are a dollar off, and bottles of wine are half price. You've got Goose Out Thursdays, where all bottles and drafts of Goose Island beer are 25% off. And for you brunch divas, 
You've got brunch on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, as well. $5 mimosas and Bloody Fucking Marys. $5. Bloody Mary. $5. Mimosa. $5 drink specials. Ta-da. <coughs> we can do it too, Subway. Yeah. Well, we don't want to do it entirely like they do. <coughs> right. So we did it differently. We did yeah. it better. Meaning that we really don't want to, you know, hire a pedophile as our spokesperson. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it differently. Which is why. <laughs> Come down to Elf in the Castle <laughs> where they don't have pedophiles. Exactly. Pedophiles, not welcome. <laughs> not included. Not Pedophiles, not included. And not welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Come yes. on down and check that out because it's a real goddamn good time. <laughs> goddamn it, yes. Goddamn good time. Um, yes. We are in the basement, too, so if you guys do come over, if you're ever... We're moving... We're shifting our uh, recordings from Thursday to Tuesdays now, so uh, they'll be <clears throat> hopefully a little bit more timely. We're not yes. recording a full weekend, recording a few days ahead. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to come on down, we record in the evening, say hi. There's a giant window. We can look right out and see uh, you know, going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. which is very disconcerting. Yes. Uh, but yeah, wave at us, say hi, and uh, if you're interesting looking enough, maybe we'll have you on. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah, if you go in there and don't come out for a while, we'll assume that you're pooping. Yep. And we will probably call it out and say, hey, is he got a white shirt, kind of balding on the top, uh, probably about 6'4", just walked into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He's doing something. Mm-hmm. There's another guy, flannel shirt, glasses, balding, grayish pants, mm-hmm. and he just walked into the bathroom, but in a very creepy way. Yeah. And I did not like the look he shot us. Nope. 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 He's probably going into the jerk off. Maybe. With the thought of us. You ever jerked off in a place that's not your home? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cool. You don't have to lie, right? Yep. Just want to get it on the record. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, I could lie, but I'm like, no, why? I why? did. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. Absolutely. It's a, the moment it's a safe space. We're right. gonna be vulnerable here. Yeah. Look under the table. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> have you? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's a rite of passage. <laughs> I feel like you're not truly a man. Uh, let's face it, <clears throat> for most dudes, it's it's always on your mind, especially when you're young and oh, you're trying yeah. to figure that shit out. Like there's this dude I knew in college who who his his mission was to jerk off in every building on campus. That was his goal. <laughs> I respect the fuck out of that guy. I don't. Uh, <laughs> the best part was uh, he. I think he went on to like he was very religious, and that's kind of what made it funnier. Really? Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah, he was very much like that. Doesn't track at all. You sure? I feel like it does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it does. That makes the story more the, interesting. The repression, for me. you know, the repression of that sort of stuff. At the same time, just being like, See, I feel like now he's just jerking off on people's things in each building. Well, maybe he got out of the system literally and figuratively. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Do you know how far he made it? Uh, I think at one point he had like three buildings left. Oh. But it was just kind of gross to know, like, especially like if I wasn't there for it, but I just imagine him like coming out going, I'm glad you're not there for it. Ugh. I was, I bore witness to seven of them. Well, I just want to be there, like, you know, being in the library or something. You see him come over to you and he's kind of like, well, you can check this one off the list. You'd be like, oh, fuck. He off, just pats you on the back and then walks out. He's like light sweat on his brow. And he's right. like, <sighs> it'd be even worse, though. Talking to you is one thing, but it would be even worse <clears throat> if he would, if he were, if you just saw him quietly walking along the wall and like he just well, like doesn't not making eye contact with anyone just kind yeah. of shifting shifting yeah. his gaze around yeah. to make sure no one sees him and you're just like oh where uh, did you just go where were you wait are you going or coming pun intended <laughs> oh. oh yeah i just thought that was weird and very gross like yeah. men are gross but like to have like a weird like i've got a bucket list and my bucket list is to jerk off on it Every building on campus. My bucket list is to jerk off into a bucket. 
And then he like comes back years later. He goes, he's like, man, I just want to visit my alma mater and be like, there's new buildings here. <laughs> like I've in, got 12 hours. In, I'll be back. Immediately, he just gets a he gets he gets a uh, inspiration boner. Yeah, yeah. He's been reading up to him. He goes, I see they're building a new <laughs> new building on campus. Like, all right. He don't he donates money just so they build new wings on things, and he can go in. Yeah. It's like all right, this is a new wing. Technically, it's kind of a new building, so I'm gonna go jerk off at this wing of the building. Do you think if he has kids, he's gonna bring him back to his alma mater and be like, son? Your father jerked off in every building on campus. Good, God. Good luck living up to that. Right? He's like, ah, that's why mom divorced you. Got it. Oh, dad, you're really fucking gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. I always kind of thought something was off, yeah. but now you just confirmed it for me. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, that's also not surprising when it comes to dudes. Like, they have those weird kind of, uh, I, you know, I'm not saying, like, I'm better than anyone else, but I never had a situation where, Sounds I'm, like, like you are. where I'm like, I need to go jerk off. Like, like I have to do this right now or, or bad things are going to happen. Or it's just like the idea that's like, I need, I have a mission. And it involves jerking off in, in <laughs> random places, you know. And to some people, it's like having sex in public. Like some people just really get turned on by sure. that. You know, it's like, you know, sure. I'm like, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm super vanilla when it comes to sexual desires. Like <laughs> you, I don't do. You've talked about that before. I'm okay with it. I'm like, right. it could be way worse. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm like, whatever I'm into, it's very basic. Right. I don't need anything, you know. When it comes to like watching porn, I'm like, I don't need anything fancy. Right. I keep it basic. I just, you know, the normal stuff, man. Right. I don't need to be like, you know, airtight. Like, I don't need to do any of those where it's basically filling all the holes. Mm. Yeah, don't need it. Nope. You know, I yeah. don't need to, you know, <laughs> I don't need like, uh, fuck my triple D slut wife or something like that. You know, like, I don't need that. D- is that a Guy Fieri one? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Diners Drive. Welcome to Triple D Slut Wife. Come fuck her. Like, you know, I don't need, I don't need any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, that's that's actually a, a, a shout out to uh, the uh, Your Mom's House podcast with Tom okay. Segura and Christine yeah, yeah. P. They were talking about for the longest time. They had their own lexicon on that podcast. Yeah, where they just they're making they call each other mommy and jeans like, and that's like they're and they just they make all these references to these things that they've seen and they've done. And okay, for the longest time, I've been through like over a hundred episodes with them, and I'm kind of going back. Yeah, and I'm slowly finding the moments where they where they find the moments. Right, right, right. And the <laughs> Tom used to always be like, yeah, I'm me and my triple D slut wife. I was like, Jesus, man. But then I realized that they talked about how they were staying at a hotel and the porn was just on 24-7 for some reason in there. And they were looking at all the movie titles and one of them was Fuck My Triple D Slut Wife. Oh, and he's like, beautiful. Jesus Christ. Like, not only is it just like that abrasive, but it's like, I want you to come fuck my wife while I watch. Right. Like, he's like, ugh. There's, there's, if you break that, <clears throat> if, let's break that down real quick. Yeah. Let's break that, fuck my triple D slut wife. Yeah. Right? So first off, you're asking someone to come fuck your wife and presumably you're going to be watching it. Mm-hmm. Second, you're, you're, you're giving us a very clear picture of how well endowed your wife is. Uh-huh. Also, you're giving us a very clear picture of, you know, uh, morally where she stands yeah like just a slut we'll yeah. fuck everyone so you guys have probably done this multiple times before this is not a new endeavor yeah. for you yeah i'm like oh, and that's a genre too right man that sucks because <laughs> if that's something who- that i was into i was like man i really need to be there to watch this dude bang this other dude's wife while he's in the room i'm like ah no i'm glad i'm not into that yeah, i believe that's called cuckolding yes yes I'm like ah i'm good i don't need to I don't need anything like that. Right. Very basic. I'm a I basic man with basic needs, I don't and I'm okay need with that. that. Right. I just need an octopus. <laughs> I need about 17 different people laughing at me at the same time while not breaking eye contact, and I'm good. I just need someone to put on a shark suit right. and just eat me. Right. That's all I need. Does, <laughs> like, neither of us have to be naked. Nope. I'll come. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. Don't it'll worry happen. about it. 
Oh yeah, I'm, ah, I'm I so really thankful. hope our families listen to this episode. Ah, guys, come on, we're all we're all human <laughs> beings here. We all have needs, and mine are very basic. Thank God. Because so there's people like you got to keep it spicy, man. With the marriage, you got to keep it spicy. I'm like, I'm I'm tired. I'm like, I think we're okay. Like again, I'm not looking for much. Right. So it's pretty pretty easy 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 dozen right here. Nothing. I just need I just need a steak <laughs> and a nice a nice yeah. diet or Coke Zero cherry. <laughs> And uh, we're good to go. Yeah. That's like, that's all I need to rev me up. I'm good. Don't need much. I need you to be like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, cool, let's do this. You know, like, that's it. Right. I think that's the difference between uh, guys and girls in, in a very broad sense of the of, of the of that concept is is you, for most guys, they're ready. Mm-hmm. Like, you, there's not a lot of prep time required. They're just, hey, do you want to have sex? Yeah, sure. I can, I'm, I can go right now. Yeah. Give me that's literally... To 30 to 90 seconds and I'm good. Yeah, that's pretty much all it's taken. I've learned that is I'm like, oh, I, I have to, you know, Jill needs a little more notice and it, it can't just be like, how about now? She's probably like, eh, maybe in a little while. I'm like, cool. I'm just putting it out cool. there. Just like, whatever. Look, I'm going to be over here. Look, get, I'm yeah. going to find an octopus. Yeah. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm, I got the shark suit ready right. to go. We're ready. It's all good. How about now? Yeah. You ready now? You know, but there's times where she's like, you want to do this? I'm like, okay, let me close the computer down and my pants are already off. Let's go do this. Like, you know, don't need much. Right. You know, yeah. Which I realize. Of I'm course, like, there are exceptions to every rule. Of course. And that is, you know, yeah, not, not presuming that we are talking, uh, you know, blanket statements. No. But yeah. Yeah. It's not like I just got done mowing the lawn. It's like, you want to do this? I'm like, ah, probably not. Like, I'm pretty gross. Again, my pants are already off. Yes. You know, let me at least take a cold shower to kind of cool down because right. I feel nasty right now. Right. Like, that's not going to work. That's for me. nasty. That's Jack nasty. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. So, how have you been? Angry. Yeah. Angry. We, we've been, we talked off mic uh, a, a, a little bit, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, things, things, things have been uh, getting in under your, uh, you got to be under your bonnet. That sounds horrible. Yeah. 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 I, it's I, not I, meant it's, to be great. No. I said that they've got a bee in their bonnet. They almost make it sound like it's a good thing. Right. I'm like, I don't understand that phrase. It's ne- no, it's never should be said as a good. If someone's saying it as a good thing, they're misusing that phrase. I guess. I guess I've never understood that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just terrible. means that they they are they're really angry and uh, like agi- easily agitated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because if you had a bee in your bonnet, you'd be angry too. Yeah. Where the fuck get this bee out of my bonnet? Right. I'd also be mad that I'm wearing a bonnet. Right. Because that seems just outrageous. I I would, the first thought would be, why do I have a bonnet on my head? Yeah. Yeah. And you put a bee in here too? God damn it. What is this? What reality do we live in? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say I'm a lot like Bruce Banner. I'm always angry. It just takes a lot to pull it out of you. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. No, been... you just have some 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 rough times uh, at the old work. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. frustrating. Uh, <clears throat> just working with uh, what I deem to be incompetent people. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of just over it, and it's brought me flashbacks of the old hotel days, and uh, I've I've uh, it's just been it's been a rough couple of days, but I was due for a rough week. I've had it you know smooth sailing for a while, but it's 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 something that's um it always makes me feel like I'm being arrogant. Because I'm like, man, I'm doing my job. Why can't you do yours? Right. Um, but I think it's really true this time. Like it's, yeah. it's very much, uh, you know, I, I'm holding up. I feel like I'm holding up my end of the bargain, and uh, other people are not, and that's what's frustrating because it puts me in a tough situation. You know? Right. And um, uh, it's just, uh, 
you know, it, it sucks. It happened all the time at the hotel. Well, so. and and I, it was interesting that you had said that you know you you uh, you were due for one because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I don't know a ton of people who are in love with their job. Yeah, and you are one of them. Hmm. Who really relishes what you do and like gets into it? You're behind the company. You're it. Like you really are full on, all into your job. And I feel like, based off of the people I know, that is uh, more rare air mm-hmm. than 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 common. And <clears throat> a lot of people have bad days. A lot of people have bad weeks. A lot of people every time they go to work, it's just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a rarity when things go well for them at work. You, contrarily. Uh, have mainly great days. Like you really enjoy what you do. And it's always interested me. I'm like, I wonder what a bad day looks like for Doug. Like, does he have them? (laughs) Is it possible? Or does he just, are you so in love with your job that you're just thrilled to be like, but it is. So now I'm, I'm actually seeing that, you know, even, even those who Mm -hmm. absolutely love what they do can still have days or stretches of time where it's just like, what the fuck? You can love what you do and still get frustrated. You can love your child and still get frustrated. I was going to say, you can love your spouse or, or your partner, your yeah. significant other, and you can still get frustrated. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just one of those things where, um, you know, uh, it, the only the, the saving grace is that, and I told you this off mic, that I know that I'm doing a good job. Right. And also um, the idea that this isn't my life every single day. Right. The right. hotel was this every single day, and it was maddening. This too shall pass yeah. in this situation. Of course. Yeah. With and the it was, hotel, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. It was, it, and again, with, with the risk of sounding arrogant, I was grossly overqualified sure. for that job, and I felt I was stuck. I was not, my skills were not being utilized to their full extent. And uh, it was frustrating, and it was my first exposure to, hey, maybe you should put people's strengths, you know, put them where the strengths are, and I, that was not happening to me, and I was losing my fucking mind. Actually, for six develop years. people. Yeah, what a concept. Whereas with this, it's like what I'm doing, my job, I'm fine. Like, and when I'm in it, and I'm I'm in it to win it, like it's fine. <laughs> like, uh, you know, the last half of the day, I was doing my job, and I was enjoying it. I was fine. I was doing. I sure. felt good. I felt good about it. It was the other stuff that led up to it. It was the uh, interview, you know, interacting with other folks that. Pulled me down because they were falling short of my expectations. So, so we had a discussion on the other podcast uh, <clears throat> briefly. Um, I can't remember specifically what sparked it, but uh, we were talking about how Milos doesn't drink at home. Like if he drinks, mm. he goes out and drinks. Okay. Like he'll he'll go to a bar because for him it's a social event. Sure, it's 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 a it's a way to hang out and bond with people and you have a couple drinks and you share stories and it's that that's the there's more like social what you element. do when you watch porno it's you exactly. go out with other people you experience it you i want to be with other people you yeah. want to be in a group yeah yeah like we're telling stories you're mm-hmm. like oh see this scene yeah i got a great one about this you miss the days where porn was actually released into movie theaters and everyone would go there and experience it together absolutely mm-hmm. exactly you get what i'm saying yes. so milos doesn't drink at home right uh, I do. I, you know, I'll have a glass of scotch. I'll have a beer. I'll have a whatever. I don't get plowed at home, but I'll have a drink or two. Like sometimes if I'm cooking, I'll have a glass of wine mm-hmm. and then I'll have a glass of wine with dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Jill's about the same way. She doesn't, she doesn't like drink often at home, but yeah. every once in a while she'll have like a glass of wine to yeah. unwind. Yeah. Very rarely, but she'll do it and sure. it's, it's not a big deal. Right. Exactly. So, uh, but usually when I do it, it's because I've had a really shitty day at work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll come home and I'll be like, fuck this. I'm having a glass of scotch. I'm just going to, like, take a second, to, to sip on this and unwind and this and that. And he, he, he asked me, was it, do you think that is 
does it actually help or is that social programming that like from the 50s or the 40s mm. you go home and you you have a you know there's there's a, a scotch or a whiskey waiting for you at home you know some ca- canadian club whiskey uh you know <laughs> branded canadian club whiskey <laughs> um that you go home and have a drink or your wife makes a martini when you walk in the door that kind of thing he's like is that a holdover from like socially programmed hmm. thinking <clears throat> and so we talked about that a little bit but i think there's definitely an element to that but i do find that i unwind a little bit so you not drinking you not really you don't have a lot of vices like what do you do when you are in a stretch like this what do you do to pull yourself out oh it's definitely food really i'll get something real nasty like uh i'll do first of all like on a day like today i would go home and and i cook most of the time i'd probably be like fuck that shit we're ordering pizza right so you're gonna make it easy on yourself i'm making it easy it's gonna be something that's a either a guilty pleasure or I know is bad. And I'm right. like, fuck it. I don't care. I've earned this. Right, 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 right. Or it's like during the day, I'm like, <laughs> so funny. I'm going to tell a little side, t- side tangent. So in our, uh, in our office at work, we have a uh, dry erase board. And on it is uh, phrases or things that we see throughout work that are hilarious or just really weird. Okay. Like, for example, um, uh, someone <laughs> wrote... Uh, in a work order, uh, they, they were trying to say wards of the state, okay. but they put wars of the state, or like <laughs> put it on the board, right? Or someone <laughs> wrote something, presuming these, that two states have declared war on each other. These dern rats are are in our place, and they, so I'm like put dern rats D-E-R-N. up there. D e r n dern rats, love it. Um, and so we we catalog all these things that yeah. are hilarious that 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 come up or that are said. Like someone referred to seafood as underwater food, <laughs> or like ah! put it on the board. Oh. She goes, "It smells like underwater food." We're like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, you know, like lobster and you're like seafood, well, whatever." We're like, "Underwater food?" No, it's not. It's definitely not whatever. <laughs> that is, it's just wrong. If you, you know, do you go to underwater food restaurant? Is right. that where you're going? Can I have your steak in uh, underwater food? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we catalog those things and the yeah. best thing was last year uh when we had a full board our teacher our teacher our boss uh took a picture of it and made us all mouse pads nice. with all those sayings on it so we sure. had all those it was amazing unfortunately i made the board uh because the other day um we we're talking about our weekends and what we had to do and everything and for some reason i don't know as soon as i said it i regretted it i was like can't do that because uh daddy needs to mow the lawn and I was like, ooh, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, I don't like that. I, for half a second, I thought I was going to get away with it. And when my coworkers go, oh, please don't ever say daddy ever again. I was like, I know. I, I don't. I wasn't a fan of it either. Like, I didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't want to say it. And I did. And I regret it. And they're like, yeah, that was gross. I'm like, I know. And they wrote it on the board. I was yes. like, god damn it. I deserve that. You're on the board. Daddy needs to move along. <laughs> Like, ugh. I said it again today. I can't remember what I said, but I said it. I immediately go, God damn it. I'm sorry. They're like, I'm going to let that one go. I'm like, all right. Everyone gets one. It's like, ugh. <laughs> Gurus. The reason why I brought that up is I almost said daddy needs to be bad or something when I was just talking to you. And I was like, ugh, don't, don't say that. Right. Yeah. Stop it. Um, you know, most of the time I just say it sarcastically, like, well, daddy's got to get a break or something. I don't yeah. Know. Just really but this one was more sultry. It just sounded yeah. gross. As soon as <clears> I was exactly. like, Daddy's got to mow the lawn. I was like, ugh, no, 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 no. Not a fan of that at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I spend a lot of my time uh, basically just comforting myself with food. Yeah. Or today. I think that's what it was. I was like, Daddy needed a Mountain Dew because that's, I was like, I am exhausted. I've got to 
four to five hours of training ahead of me and I cannot be tired. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I hate myself for doing this, but I need a Mountain Dew. Yeah. And I'd go and I'd get one and I just I swallowed it down, the, the devil's drink, and, and had it with my lunch and it helped to some degree. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, like, because <clears throat> I was, we were talking about this at work today because it seemed like everyone at, at my job was having a, 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 just a rough morning. Like, mm-hmm. by 11 o'clock, everyone was like, fuck it, fuck it, you know? And, uh, I was thinking, so my thing is, I'm like, I can't drink at work legally. And so, um, even though someone said today, and I, I agree with them, they're like, you know, the three of us, three of us were sitting at lunch together, like, the three of us probably could drink at work and do a, a 10 times better job than most of these assholes here. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Probably because there is some fucking gross incompetence happening. Mm-hmm. Side tangent. Sorry. Uh, but, but since I can't drink at work, I, like, same thing at work. I'll I'll do the 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 food day. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I need this today. I'm going to get this. And today was Chinese food. Oh, Usually yeah. that's reserved for the end of the week. And today I was like, nope, we're doing this today. And I had the thought. And Rob, who we've had on the podcast before, Bob, he turned around and he goes, he goes, hey, do you want to get 65 today? And 65 Chinese is the name of the restaurant we go to. And I was like, I was literally, <laughs> literally just thinking that. And he's like, well, then we're going. And yeah. I'm like, yes. And so me, him, and we got we brought it back for someone else, and we sat at lunch, and we're just like, yeah. fuck this. By the end, we're just like, oh, we feel gross and better. Yeah. And what is that though? Like that's what I really want to get to. Like, uh, what, what is that? Is what's that reward where you're just you want like you do you can justify doing something you know is bad for you, but it it's such a reward that you it actually lifts you up a little bit. Um, well, I think part of it is there's a buzz you get from drinking. There's well, some sure. sort of yeah, buzz yeah. you get from eating something that tastes good. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part, when someone does something bad, it's because there is some sort of benefit, even though it is necess- It's it feels good, but right. it's bad for you. It's sort like of that situation. Um, instant gratification, like that that yeah. dopamine fires exactly. and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those things where someone's like, you know, fuck it. I'm or you just you decide you're going to do something that you you want to do. You're kind of almost taking control back. Yeah, yeah. I think to a certain like degree. I'm going to go jerk off in these buildings. Exactly. Right. Let's check another building off the list. Right. Let's go to the. Apple. I need this. Yeah, yeah, like it's one of those things where you're like, I need to do this, and you know, even though it's like you're trying to be good or something like that, it's like, no, 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 no. We're getting donuts. I'm bringing in donuts tomorrow. Right. We're gonna feast on these donuts, and we're not even gonna have any regrets. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those things, especially for me. Like, I mean, I do that stuff all the time. I actually like that's kind of. I think it's unfortunate. Like, if I know Jill's had a bad day, like. My thing now is I go and I, I, I pick her up a, a milkshake from Overwise yeah. and I give it to her. I'm like, here you go. And she always appreciates it. I'm like, this probably isn't the best thing for you, but I know it's going to make you feel better. And right. this is my, I love giving the gift of food to people. Yeah. To like cheer them up or something like that. I absolutely love doing that. That's my favorite thing to do, even though I'm like, oh, but I'm giving you the food that I want. <laughs> if I'm you really may not analyzing want this. this, yeah. Because I'm like, uh, okay, um, you know. But I would do the same thing when I uh, when I was a team lead at my job. Um, you know, we'd be snow season. We'd have to come in early, and yeah, it's gonna be a rough time. I'd always bring in donuts for people. Sure. And yeah. one kid was on the keto diet, and he couldn't have that, so I cooked him a pound of bacon, right, and gave it to him. And you know, because I was like, we all need something to get us through this. <laughs> And, um, you know, I would do that stuff a lot, like find some sort of treat. And yeah. Like, Let's do this. Let's get some, some, something going to raise the morale or whatever. Um, and it's I've always been – food is the easiest way to my heart. Yeah. Like if, you know, uh, 
we helped a guy at work the other day. He he bought us lunch, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> woo!" And I like I wrote him a thank you card. I'm like, "This is the easiest way to win me over. Congratulations, like, I'm your friend." Because <laughs> it's it's everyone lo- loves a free meal. Absolutely, I mean? yeah. I judge those who don't. Like, if you bring in, you're like, "Look, I'm bringing in donuts tomorrow. We all deserve this." And then there's always that that one or two people in the office that, "Oh no, I'm good." And I look, I respect that you don't want that, but you are opting out of a camaraderie yeah. like you're opting out of this group thing i have a weird judgment on people who do that yeah do you do you feel the same way it depends if it's like i'm on a diet i'm like good for you i'm sorry for putting this in your face like i feel bad for sure, that sort of stuff sure. but if someone's just like you know or you know sometimes the people, people i'm thinking of aren't on diets i'll put it gotcha. i'll put that out there there's also sometimes i feel bad where someone like will be like hey guys i got all this free food i'm like i hate all this food <laughs> like this is not, does it have onions at, on it look at this salad i got for everybody i'm like thanks but no thanks <laughs> like someone uh brought this candy to work i don't know if i told the story on here or not i don't Stop think so. me if i have but it was this girl she's like oh this is this is like traditional chicago candy like if you this is a staple You've been you're you're from Chicago basically at this point in time you 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 gotta have this I'm like all right what, what does is this? that mean it, it's like this Mexican candy and it's it's like spicy and sweet but here's the, here's the thing I was like all right I'm down to try something like this and it's like watermelon but it's got this spicy outer shell okay like, all right all let's right, give yeah. this let's give this a shot and I like I do a big like all the way in the mouth and just kind of like you know give a good suck and I pull it out and I'm like I'm like, oh god, this tastes like a bouillon cube. And I was like, what? Ugh. I was like, this is like so salty and just like, I'm like, there's not really much spice here. I'm just, I'm tasting like salt. And I'm like, I'm just like quickly rubbing it on my tongue. I'm like, when's it get sweet? Where's the sweet part? I'm like, ah, ah. And they're like, you know, you gotta get to it. And then someone goes, well, maybe you should just wash it off with water. I'm like, how about we just don't put the fucking spice on here? Why we gotta put a bouillon cube around something sweet? <laughs> Why does this have to be like I have to, you know, win over something right. to get to a reward? Why do I have to work to get to the sweet part of this candy? I was like, this is gross. So like from that point on, I just kept walking by the office and was whenever it was there because it was in this big bag. Uh, it was like just this big Ziploc bag. Yeah, yeah. Hey, someone left some garbage on this person's desk, and I just walk away. And they're like, fuck you, Doug. I'm like, that's gross. It needs, it's garbage. You know that, right? It's garbage. I Get it out of here. So that's the situation yeah. where, hey, you want some candy? I'm like, I'll pass. Right. Uh, I don't need and, any bouillon cubes. And they truly liked this, yes? Oh, 100%. Okay. Like, there's some people that are like, oh, because yeah. I remember some corner stores growing up in my neighborhood. and Because there's also a mango one that had some spice to it. But I'm like, I don't like. They're like, oh, you don't want to do the watermelon. I want to do the mango. I'm like, I don't like mangoes. Like. Uh. No, thank right, you. I will I, not do I, this. I will pass. Like, I don't need that. We had someone go to Iceland, uh, and they brought back <clears throat> dried fish chips. They looked oh, like they looked like gross. banana chips, uh-huh. like dried bananas, yeah. right? Uh, but they were fish. They were cod, mm. and they, they smelled like a bag of dried fish. <laughs> they, <laughs> truth in advertising, they smelled just like a goddamn bag of dried fish. And he brought them. He bought them because he was like, I'm, that's interesting. And he tried like a like a few. He's like, nope, because it tastes like dried fish. And uh, like he, the thing is, he's like, there's really no flavor. There's no salt. There's no seasoning. There's no. It just has a like a vaguely Fishy. fish flavor, and Ugh. it's just weird. Like it was it was nothing. And he's like, this is no, I don't like these. So he put them out just as kind of like a let's Aww. let's see who takes these. And there was definitely people. Some people would come around and like. 
what's this? And they would travel and they'd be like, nope. And, but there were some people who were taking handfuls of these things. Wow. And I was like, you guys have fucking issues. Wow. And there's one person we tried to get to, uh, tried to convince them it was banana chips. We wouldn't let them look at the label. Oh. We played it too hard. Oh. And the fact that we wouldn't let them look at the label, like, fuck you. Those yeah. are not banana chips. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He goes, what are they? I'm like, they're cod chips. It's like, that's fucking gross. They're banana cod. They're banana They're from cod. the banana cod island. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of the the species? This is a subspecies called the banana cod. Yes. Yeah. It's very, very, very good. I had a guy at work one time bring, bring by salmon jerky. See, I would feel like I would try that. You can. Not and good. it's very pungent and it tastes like salmon. And I remember, like, he had it in his desk, and, like, he opened up his desk, and this just, yeah. I was like, I tried one of my, oh, I don't mind salmon, but this is, like, a little too much for me. Just, like, the concentrated I was just, like, flavor. Oof. Yeah. And then, like, we got to the point where someone's like, dude, you can't open up your drawer because that's just coming out. Or it was right, leaking yeah. out still, and we're like, yeah. what is that smell? Like, this, this giant, all these cubicles, people are like, what the fuck is that smell? You're ruining this for all of us. You can't do that. Yeah. Abby, we buy, we buy Abby, our dog, uh salmon jerky mm. treats and those they stink to high heaven yeah. Yeah. yeah i didn't know if the human variety was less pungent nope nope okay salmon's yep, yep, pretty yeah. powerful stuff yeah so um, so you treat yourself with food mm-hmm. yeah um what uh what is and so jill would be the same thing i mean i know you bring her the milkshake but like does she do the same thing she's definitely um i think she we, we kind of medicate with food i think we both yeah. do she's not as much on the alcohol side of things um I mean, she's definitely like, man, I could use a drink today, you know, kind of like yeah, one of those yeah. things. Um, and she's definitely blown off some steam by going out with some friends and, and, and drinking and stuff like that. But I, I don't think drinking is, is like the go-to. It's like, let's have a, a, a nasty meal. Not necessarily a nasty meal. Right, but right. Like, let's have something and let's just let's eat this. Let's find our comfort food. Right, yeah. And let's just deal with it. And that's just 100% like what I go to. Yeah. And I think that's the pure definition of, of why they, of they call it comfort food. I mean, yeah. it is, there's something in, there's something in that food and it can be different for everyone though. Sure. That just, that brings you that euphoric, you know, whether it is that, you know, you just, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be having it or it's yeah. something that you had as a child or something. I think that's, that's that pure definition of that. Yeah. For, I think for Beth, it's uh, she, she likes to go for a drive. Oh, that's like nice. she'll hop in the car. She'll put Abby in the back, head on up to Evanston and just, like go to the beach mm-hmm. or walk around or do whatever, but she likes yeah. to just go for a drive and yeah. she decompresses that way. My secondary thing is to play video games. Sure. Oh yeah. 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 I just like, I'm going to yeah. be upstairs. <laughs> like don't talk. Yeah. I'll I just like, need to shut video out. Games. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to focus on this. I'm in usually within 20 minutes. I am in good shape. Yeah. Like just, especially if it's like a heavy strategy game and I'm just like, just balls deep and trying to figure out how I'm going to win the game and yeah. stuff like that. It's it's over. Well, it really forces you back into the logical portion of your brain. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, you're problem solving, you're analyzing. So there's the, it's very like very comforting, linear. Yeah, yeah. Right? it's where it's where practical Doug lives. Exactly. Yeah, and then I'd probably say third place is sometimes watching a movie. Like there's, do you, do you have a comfort movie that you watch whenever you've had a bad day? That's a good question. I don't, um, but I have. So for a long time, we're talking. I mean, at least 15 to 20 years, I would watch Friends. Nice. Like, that was my go-to because I had the DVDs when I was in high school. I Like, it was, if I needed to just, I needed just my time, I would just put on, I'd pick a random disc and I'd throw it in and that would be it. Um, nice. Then, I mean, I, I watched Friends so much. I still love the show. I just have trouble watching it sometimes because I have I have watched them, I, didn't, I, don't, I wouldn't say hundreds of times, but... As close to being literally, mm-hmm. as close to being literal on that as possible. Like, mm-hmm. 
a ridiculous amount. So now I'll just look for something. Um, I'll just look for something old, like in the '90s. If it's anything post '90s, like into the 2000s, I actually need to pay attention to it, and mm-hmm. I just need something where I can just check out. Sure. So like for me, like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I can just check out, and I can like I can giggle at that. Anything up to you know uh, like Boondock Saints, mm-hmm. I'll throw that on. I'll just check out. Um, newer ones. I, the other day, I actually did it with Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. That was oh, a, that was a fun a, one. That was a newer. That's obviously yeah. a newer one, but still, I was like, this movie is. There's Perfect. something about this movie that, at the time and still to this day, you it, it excite. I, I get excited. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this is such a well done movie. Mm-hmm. It is probably in my top. I would say, depending on what what list you're looking at, it would always be near the top 10 movies for me. It's like one of those movies like when it's on TV, like TBS or something like that. You're like, cool. I'm listening. I'm, Tell I'm, me more. I'm, I'll watch this. Yeah. For me, it's a lot, you know, I'm the same way with when I want to veg out or I'm like, yeah. I just want to have something on. It's usually an older Harrison Ford movie. Okay, yeah. Like The Fugitive yeah, yeah, yeah. or Clear and Present Danger yeah. or Patriot Games or Hunt for the Red October, which I know is not uh, Harrison Ford, but it's in that vein. Uh, Under Siege okay. is always a good one with Steven Seagal. Uh, there's a, there's a bunch of those I look for. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, let's throw this one on because I just, I need to, I'm ready to veg out right. or something like that. I don't need to pay attention. I don't no. need to whatever. Yeah. I can still enjoy it, but it's just like, if I have to get up and drop a deuce or something like that, I'm like, I don't need to pause it. I'm good. You I know, can, like, I can recite the lines as I'm going. Yeah, I, I, know gotta, I, I know it's happening and, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, Jill has a very specific one when she's had a bad day, like a real bad day. I'm like, let's clear out some time and watch, watch Shawshank Redemption. That's her feel-good movie? That's her. She's had a bad day. That that brings her out. Mine is Schindler's List. <laughs> Everyone says that about Shawshank Redemption. It ends nice. Uh, it, it does. It has a good it's ending. Just, it, it's just a heavy... It, in the middle, like, it it does have a good ending. Like, I, mm-hmm. I agree, yes. There's just... There are some... There's it's it's a, there's a there's a, a portion of that movie that you're just like, oh, man, this guy's just slogging through the shit. No pun intended. Mm. But, like, there is some heavier moments in that movie where it's just... I don't know the prison rape just kind of brings her out of it, you know. <laughs> That's kind of where she's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. Re- she recites the lines like it's really funny because yeah. there's this like part where the guys like are getting processed at the beginning and uh, the guys like. Uh, I guess it is. I, I guess that the, there's a lot of an unfair shake. Fun yeah. more. There's more fun moments than you think. There are I'm, some I'm heavy kind parts, of but playing like, through it, and I'm like, yeah. nah, you're right. There is a lot of fun. Yeah. My favorite part that she loves to recite is in the beginning when they're getting processed and uh, the warden's giving them the, sh- the speech. He's like, "Any questions?" The guy's like, "When do we eat?" And then the big guy walks over. He goes, you eat when we say you eat. You shit when we say you shit. He goes, you get that, you rat dick motherfucker. Or you maggot dick motherfucker. And like slams a guy. And Jill just like recites that like right out loud as, as he's saying it. I love it. That, and, probably reciting that yeah. like gets the anger out for her. Yeah, you like, got that, you maggot dick motherfucker. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, like it's so awesome. She just pictures her doing that to whomever is yeah. pissed her off that day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's I don't know that's that's a movie that I really enjoy because it it does have some dark moments especially when out uh, when Brooks you know yeah uh, takes his life yeah. and you know some of that other stuff but you know Andy Dufresne is such a likable character yeah. and you know he gets out he's so smart and you it's kind of fun to see him like people realize what he's good at and but yeah. then he comes across the scam and then all of a sudden like all that stuff kind of unfolds like yeah. she really it always makes you makes her feel better by the end of it which I'm like yeah, that's cool it's I a can fun, it's that, a good yeah. movie to watch yeah. Um, I, yeah, and now that I'm, I'm playing more of it, like you're talking about mm-hmm. more of it, I'm just like, yeah, I guess it's not as heavy as as sometimes. For some reason, you say the Shawshank Redemption, and it just, 
the, it's like the weight of that name just just yeah. falls, and you're like, oh man, that's a heavy movie, and you're like, yeah, eh, it's really not. It, it can be, but more often than not, there, yeah. there's more like lighter moments of friendship and stuff like that. It's not like the pianist. Jesus Christ, I still have never seen that. It's a good movie, man. Is it yeah. really good? But okay. Jesus Christ, <laughs> like there's. I, I definitely rewatch that movie from time to time. It's dark. There's only been a handful of movies where I've been like, well, we're done with that one. So you're, you, thank you. You saw it and you're good. Don't need to see it again. Yeah. Uh, with penis, it's definitely, it's not something that you, you run back to and rewatch all the time, yeah. but it's, it's a really, really, uh, unfortunately it's a Roman Polanski film, but um, yeah. it's extremely well done. And Adrian Brody's fantastic. And it's, it's a, oof, real rough look at the old Holocaust. Um, but uh, it's it's very it's very interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, it, yeah, the Spielman, the guy that it's based on, is fascinating story. And the thing is, like as much of a pedophile's Roman Polanski is, uh, he does an amazing job with uh, directing. Like, there's a part that I've always enjoyed where he does such a good job with continuity in okay. certain scenes. Like uh, a lot of a lot of these scenes are really seen from the perspective of Adrian Brody's character. And at one point, he's like hiding out in this apartment, and he's watching like the Jewish resistance in this city take place. So, but he sees it all from a distance. So you see it from a distance. So you'll see like gunfire far away. You don't see anything close up, and a- action as it's happening is happening from one perspective. Interesting. So you see a tank roll down the street, and then it'll aim up and it'll fire, and you'll see the explosion far away, and yeah. people will come out. Or whatever. Like it doesn't cut to the explosion. It doesn't explosion. cut to right. close up. It's all from that perspective as he's watching it. That's really interesting. And at one point, um, there's a uh, a woman who is trying to run away from some Germans, and they shoot her in the back, and she just like falls down and slumps over on her knees. And later on, like a couple days later, like Adrian Brody leaves, and he comes across that woman in the street who's slumped over still on her knees. Interesting. Just in that exact same spot. Yeah. So, like, they took care to know, like, where did she fall? How did she fall? And she's going to be in that exact same position right. later on in another shot, which I thought was really, really cool. That is really cool. The, I mean, could be that they just had her stay there. <sighs> yeah. For days. Could be. Until they were ready to shoot that next scene. Yeah. It was really... It was. It's. It's a really good movie. It's yeah. definitely worth a watch. It's. It's. It's obviously very heavy with with the material and yeah. how it all unfolds. But it was kind of interesting to see. Also, like, you know, people were nervous about you know the Nazis coming in, but then they hear that the you know the British are going to fight them, and they're like, "Yay, we're going to be saved!" And it's like, no. And you see, like, as the Germans occupy, and then like things get worse and worse and worse for the Jews. You're seeing over time where they're like talking about putting them in ghettos and what that means. And you yeah. have this family that's very respectable, very like prominent. I wouldn't say prominent. I mean, they're well off. You yeah. Know? All of a sudden, they're living in squalor because they can't make any more money. And this guy who's an amazing pianist has to sell his piano to make money for his family. Like everything that they're going through, and that's just like the first. 20% of the movie and yeah. there's everything else that happens beyond that it's it's very well done I, I think Adrian Brody won an Oscar for it I think you're right yeah yeah which yeah. was it's a great great movie so yeah movies like that aren't like cool let's watch that right but I'm also not always in the mood for something slapsticky and silly yeah yeah like comedies are hard for me to rewatch I think we've talked about this yeah. before like there's some of them like, like I can, which is weird because I can rewatch comedy specials nowadays for some reason which is weird yeah or yeah. you can rewatch Scrubs 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Scrubs Which, Because is... I, I was going to say, that's another one of my Scrubs or Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. is right up my alley as far as humor goes. And I can rewatch those, no problem. I think I can also rewatch The League, you know. I haven't watched that in a long time because they well, took it off Netflix. They took it off yeah. Netflix, the bastards. Bastards. Uh, but there's certain things like, there's certain stand-ups that I absolutely love right now. And yeah. I could just rewatch those over. And that's another thing I just have on the background because I know all the jokes and punchlines. But, right, yeah. Which, again, defeats my argument before. I was like, I can't rewatch comedy movies because I know all the punchlines. I still like some of those. I'm Something like, I'm like these are this. just such good jokes. Yeah, and I love like again. Tom Segura is one of my favorite comedians right now, and he's so good at telling stories. One of his specials is called Mostly Stories. Yeah, yeah, you told me about this one. Oh, it's so fucking good. He just tells these amazing stories. I'm like, God damn it! Like, I'm sitting there wondering. I'm like, could I ever tell a story this good? I don't know. <laughs> and he's There's just, a true art to that man. Like, they're really to weave a story like that is such a fucking craft. Well, I've heard him talk about it too. He says. He says about 80 to, 80 to 85% of what he's telling is true. Okay, he's yeah, He's just yeah. modified different <laughs> things or added in a couple details here and there to fluff it up to make it even more entertaining. Yeah. But he tells uh, one of his like ending jokes, he tells about a time he met Mike Tyson on a flight. And it's a fucking hilarious story. It's amazing. And I'm yeah. like, God damn. Like, this is so good because he like... He will go off on little tangents here and there, and he just, oh, man. I'm like, fucking A, that's so good. <laughs> he's the same thing with the first spe- his, his other special that he has on Netflix where he ends with an amazing story about how he finds a wallet in a cab in D.C., and he spends a year trying to find the guy that it belongs to. And it's, like, so fucking funny. Like, yeah. It's great. I'm like, God damn it. Like, oh, it's so good. So I just love hearing those stories. Like, I can go over and over and over again it's so much fun yeah i've got to i've got to go back and I, I do have to watch i know you put that on my homework list mm-hmm. a long time ago but i have to, i do have to go back and rewatch or not rewatch to watch that mm-hmm. one it's still on netflix yes oh yes okay he has three specials uh i recommend my favorite one's mostly stories mm-hmm. his other one's completely normal and he has a uh, more recent one out that came out that called uh, disgraceful okay. i'm not as huge of a fan of disgraceful it's still good especially like i watched it once and i was kind of like eh I started rewatching again recently, and like the first like twenty percent, I was like, oh, "This is pretty fucking good." But then it kind of goes for me; it kind of goes downhill a little bit, but it's still good. Yeah, I realized after listening to his podcast is that uh, he's he's like another he and I, I feel like are very connected on a lot of levels. As okay. far as like, even though he's a very successful comedian and uh, and whatnot, his uh, <laughs> his mannerisms and stuff, like, and his likes, his favorite thing to do is like to be at home. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't, uh, you know, he he has comedian friends that go out and they fucking party and everything, and after the show and stuff like that. There's this one comedian named Burt Kreischer who like will tell everyone at the show. He goes, "Hey, I'm staying at this hotel. Come hang out with me." Jesus. And like a thousand people will show up and they'll hang out with him at the bar and they'll close until four four a.m. and and Tom Segura's like, "Jesus Christ, that sounds terrible." <laughs> He goes, if anyone ever told anyone where I was staying, I would go pack up my shit and I would go to a different hotel. Right, yeah. He goes, I don't want to hang around. He goes, I'll meet my fans. He goes, but there's a limit to what oh, I will do. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, because I want to go home and I want to sleep. Right, yeah. He's like, there's nothing worse. He goes, there's nothing better than being home on Sunday night. He goes, I love being home on Sunday night. Sometimes people Sunday will, night specifically. He's like, sometimes people will be like, hey, man, stay for, you know, do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, stay for a Sunday. I'll give you extra money. He's like, fuck you. Keep your money. I'm going home. I'm not doing that. Wow. Goes, I want to be home. I want. <laughs> I don't want to be out all that time. Yeah. I'm like, I can relate to that. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, especially when I was doing improv and everyone's like, yeah, man, we're staying out late. I'm like, I got to go home. I'm tired. Tie, <laughs> tie. I, I, like, tie, tie. I you know cuz I always felt like oh I can't fit in the scene because I'm I'm too tired. <laughs> cuz everyone's like yeah dude I'm doing the 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 chills fuck show at midnight yeah. in second city I'm like 
no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to go home. Yeah. I'm not going to perform for that. Yeah. I won't do it. Or when we were doing the, uh, the cage match. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That started at what? 1030? Fucking that A. Was, that was a stretch for you. Oh, my God, because we really wouldn't get started a lot of times till 11. Yeah, well, because there's the opening, and people oh. still feel like and shows never start on time. No, and, yeah. and it was like it starts at like 10.30, and then we don't go until 11. And then if we're lucky, we're done by 11.45 <laughs> on a Wednesday. Right. And then I get home if I'm lucky. It's like 12.30, and I'm like, fuck, a duck. <laughs> it was so hard. I was <laughs> like, oh, how do people fucking do this shit, man? Like. <laughs> I got to work tomorrow. This is awful. Right. It's like we would win. I'd be happy. Then I'm like, fuck, I got to do this again next week. Wait a second. This means that I have more time to do this? I don't want to do this. And then I realized that the guys that hosted that show did that for a year. Yeah. Every Wednesday. Luke was one of those. Luke Knoll was one of those guys. Fuck, that's right. Every week. Right. For a year. (laughs) They hosted that fucking show. They came up with bits. Right, yeah. For the show. Every week, and I was like, "God, damn it!" I did it for seven weeks, and I'm like, "I'm out. I'm good." <laughs> right? Oh no, we lost. I guess I don't have to give up my Wednesdays anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking a, that sucked. I mean, that just like if, but if, I feel like that's if if you're passionate about that, mm-hmm. you make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if you're truly trying to make that your career, you make it work. Well, the thing is, like, I enjoyed performing, but I was like, I'm done. Like, after that, I'm not hanging out. I'm not getting a beer. Right, right. I'm going home, man. Like, right. I can't I can't do this, which is funny because I listened to Kevin Nealon on uh, your mom's uh, house podcast. He was on the most recent episode, and he talked about being on SNL, and when the show was over, like, people would always oh, the, go to the, the, the after party. party. Yeah. He goes, oh, those sucked. He goes, they were just for the guests. He goes, they weren't for us. He goes, because oh, yeah. by the time he goes, you get done with the show, it's one in the morning. He goes, you got to get down to the limo. He's like, by the time you get out where you're going, it's two in the morning. You go, you sit at your own table with all your friends and family. You hang out. You end up paying for everything. And then by the time you get home, it's 4 a.m. And then the only day you have off is Sunday and you're fucking shot. Yeah. Because yeah. you stayed out so late and then you're back at it again on Monday. He's like, "Oh, it's just the worst." And if you don't go, I'm assuming that you're then you're the you're you're the one that that's the outcast. Yeah. You're the yeah, exactly. So you have to go because you got to mm. keep up the 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 appearance and the look. Yeah. I'm surprised that he talked that you have to you had to pay for your own it was expected that like I just I just kind people. of right. But I just yeah. kind of assumed that the show took like it was a it was a show sponsored thing. They gave you a limo to get to wherever you needed to go. Right. But well, and it also is interesting that wherever you're going, like in my head, I was like, oh, it's probably it's New York. Mm-hmm. There has to be ten thousand bars within a one block radius. <laughs> like it was a restaurant that they would always go to. That's They'd interesting. Go to a restaurant, they get some food yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, it was exhausting. <laughs> He goes, having guests on the show was the worst. <laughs> he goes, because you were trying to get ready for the show, but then you got to be like, you know. Wait, you, guests as far as? Like people that were coming to to see him. Oh, like that he knew. Not, not, not the host. The, the guest, the host. Yeah. yeah, okay. So he's like, oh, God, they would just, you know, they'd be like, you got to worry about, did they get their tickets? You right, know, right. Uh, you got to come see him before. Did they get their seats? You know. And then it's like, oh, you know, do they know where to meet you for the limo afterwards yeah. and all this sort of stuff? And it's like Tom Segura told a story. He goes, oh, dude, I fucking hate that. He goes, you know, people want tickets for a show. I tell him, I'm like, cool, dude, they'll be at will call. They're like, yeah, so uh, how do I get to the, uh, to the, to the, to the venue? Yeah. He's like, this is the address. It's like, all right, cool. So when I get there, like, you going to be there or like, do I need to talk to somebody? 
there at Will Call. <laughs> He's like, all right, but like, where where do I need to meet up with you? And he goes, at a certain point, he goes, I just stop responding. He goes, I just quit. Like, yeah, yeah. We're done. Right. We're done here. I'm not doing this anymore. <clears throat> now, I've had that happen with people with like, hey, man, for me to get to you, like, how's the best way to do that? And I'm like, do you have Google? Right. Like, is there a train that gets to you? And I'm like, I don't know. MapQuest? Uh, can you look it up? Right. And see what's, uh, what's yeah. going on there? Hey, what hotels are by you? Uh, there's Google. Right. <laughs> Check exactly. that out. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm willing to help you to a certain point, but I'm like, I'm not going to plan this for you. Right, right. At and this point, in, at this point in your life, if you can't pull out your phone, pull up a map, and Google an address, it will. It, I guarantee, fucking to you, it will take you to that address. Yeah. You don't have to worry. It will take you to the front door of wherever you're going mm-hmm. without fail. Yeah. It will take you there. Don't worry. Yeah. Type in my goddamn address. Also, get on Google, look up a goddamn hotel, and and book it. Like, you don't need to... Yeah. I want to share a quick story with oh, you. Oh, please. It involves my mother. Oh, Shout out to Chris. I love my mom. I want to state that first. <laughs> but my you mom, know it's going to be a good story. But when. my mom doesn't always understand technology. All right. And a lot of times, she turns to me to answer her technological problems for some assistance and I'm happy to help but a lot of times her questions are insanely specific and because she doesn't understand technology she doesn't realize that I can't help her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can remember one time she tried to FaceTime with me saying that her printer wouldn't work and she was FaceTiming and like she's not very good with FaceTime so like she was like sh- shoving the, f- the camera because I'm like I don't oh, yeah. know I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to fix this over FaceTime right. but I'm gonna try and I eventually I was like, I'm sorry, I'm out of options, but it was just it was really crazy watching her try to do this. So she sends me a text and she was letting me know she's like, um, uh, what'd she say? She basically was sending me a message saying that she was trying to get on the Disney World site website. And she kept getting a message that said, you know, somebody ate this page. It was like Stitch, and it's basically a way of saying, you know, four oh four error or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, she goes, What is there something wrong with my computer? And I was like, <laughs> No. It's, ador- it's adorable. I was like, no. And I was like, I'll try it. And I got and I tried to do it. I go, I'm getting the same thing. So it's got to be something on Disney's site. Yeah. And then later on, she tells me, apparently there was like a news, a press release saying that like there was a huge outage at Disney. I feel like I remember this. And, yeah. and, and, and like it affected everything at like people's fast passes, yeah. people's reservations. And apparently it was like three days worth. <clears throat> so much so that she's like, you know, Disney site's still down going on day three is affected the Disney cruise line as well. Can you imagine the chaos and Toy Story Land with fast passes? Like, you know, Toy Story Land just opened up there and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So the next day she goes, my computer is still getting the someone ate the page for Disney site, but on my phone it was okay as of yesterday. Do I need to reset something? I didn't respond. I'm like, I was was like hanging out with Jill's family and stuff. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not responding to this. And I get, never mind. I reloaded. Your mother's computer illiterate. But by God, I want a big screen for Disney Wii, Disney World. Got it back. Then immediately after that, two minutes later, she goes, I take that back. Got main screen, but when I clicked on hotels, etc., it says someone ate the page. <laughs> 11 minutes later. Got it now. No more, no more bothering you. Happy Sunday. <laughs> I was just like, I, 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 can't, I can't fix this for you. It's the internet. It's that site. Like, right. And and I appreciate her reaching out for that sort of stuff because she needs help. And, and, and in the past, I've been able to help her. Right, but right. It's like when someone will probably, I imagine from like a video perspective, will go, Justin, I want to do this. And you're like, uh, okay, that's not really possible. Right. But I want to do it. I want to film the sun. Right. Okay. That's, kinda, that's not going to look good. Okay. But I want to get like a close up right. of it. 
Uh, it's not really how this works. Okay. How do we do it? <laughs> or, or even more practically, hey, I want to I do this effect. Or, or Have you ever seen this movie? I want to do something like that. I'm like, yeah, no, that'd be, that, that's a, a great effect, a great movie. Um, they have a gigantic budget. <laughs> they have a full VFX team yeah. that works on that, and they have much better equipment than we're rolling with. Mm-hmm. So we can't. Yeah. Okay, cool. But can you do anything like it? You're not. Did you hear what I? <laughs> let me start again. I'm Justin. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. And, like it's yeah. You just and sometimes like in that situation, you let her. She worked it out. Like if you just let them sit, sometimes it works itself out. I get that. That's the kind of shit I deal with all day at at my nine to five yeah. too. Is yeah. You're just like sometimes if you just ignore it, you'll get the email back like oh never mind because trying to explain to someone that the internet is not working is very is a very hard thing to do. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, she's coming from a good place, and I know that. And my initial sure. instinct is, like, I want to help her, but I'm also, like, I can't help there's her. There's literally nothing I can do. No. Yeah. And there's been times, like, because the thing is, Doug goes into Mr. Fix-It mode. Sure. And that has backfired because, you know, <laughs> I've been gone down. I'm like, because there's a curiosity behind this. I'm not really good at fixing things, but I'll fiddle with it, and then all of a sudden, I'll get it to work. Right. Like, my, you know, I figured out that <laughs> how to get them on their wireless network. Or one time their internet went down, I was able to fix it, like, just because I was fiddling with some, some stuff. And so, but the thing is that she just assumes that I can. That comes with a price. It comes with a huge <laughs> price. And part of that is things like that. Like, there's nothing worse than, like, texting someone and asking them for tech advice. Right. Especially if you're not familiar with what the issue is. It's like, because there's so many questions. It's not like what we were talking about off mic. Um, you know, where it's like someone's requesting some tech assistance and you have to try and piece it together. Right. Getting all the details and figuring out, because someone's like, this page is doing this. I'm like, well, that could be any number of things. Right, right. Could it be your internet? Could it be their internet? You know, is there, it could be any any yeah, number of yeah. things. You know, like mom's like, the internet doesn't work. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Is your internet, is it the internet's problem? Is it your provider's problem? Is it your? Is it connected to your computer? Like, right. is there so many things? And it's like, I have to ask these questions to which I know she doesn't know the answer. Exactly. I will exactly. give her credit. She saves every scrap of paper, every post-it note, anything that might be useful for this sort of stuff. Sure. And then she'll dig through it. Or she'll be like, here's all my notes. And she'll hand it to me. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what to do with this. Because again, I poke fun at her. It comes from a good place. Right. You know, she's well, genuinely just like, hey, I need some help. I'm like, cool. Um, but the requests sometimes are hilarious <laughs> because I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. To that end, uh, my, my mother, again, love her to death. Mm-hmm. And, come, you know, and, and, and in fairness, I, because I work in technical support, mm. there is a lot that I can help with. Uh, but she texted me the other day and, uh, and from, from a very, you know, pure place of, it was my aunt's birthday and she's like, she's like, I want to send her, she wanted to send her on an iPhone. You can press and hold on the send button Mm -hmm. and you get those effects, right? It's like the, the multiplier effect or the spotlight or the confetti or the slam effect. She's like, I wanted to, I want to send with the confetti, Right. And it usually works, but it's not, I'm, pre- I'm pressing the button and it's not working. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, that sucks. Like, it's working on mine. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the worst is when you can get it to work, right. but you can't explain why it's not working for them. Like, it's working on mine. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, did you do an update? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, there's zero way. And so I finally, and she's like, 
Well, I didn't know if maybe she's. Has it ever happened to you? Like, <laughs> it's not. It has not happened to me yeah. ever. Um, it's it's always worked for me. Yeah. Uh, maybe there was an uh, the, la- the latest update you did. Maybe there's a bug in it. I don't know. Maybe you need to reset your phone. Yeah. Or or like turn it off and back on again. Yeah. I don't know. I said without being there, it's it's impossible for me to troubleshoot that. And she's like, Oh, I wasn't expecting you to fix it. Just wondered. Yeah. And I was like, All right, I appreciate it. Yeah. But that's that is one of those things where. I have zero idea where to begin with that without I, holding the phone in my hand. A part of me was terrified that when I went to the website, it was going to work. And I was going to be <laughs> like, uh, works online. Don't know what to tell you. I was relieved. I'm like, it's not working for me either. So yeah. it's, it's not you. You're like, look, it's the don't internet. even worry about it. Yeah. Go totally, outside and hang out. Yeah, yeah. It's totally fine. They'll right. get around to it. Like, you know, which is also very interesting to me because normally my mom calls. Disney, right? So, which I guess is an upgrade. She's using the internet and using their website to, to do whatever she's, she's, she's doing. Figuring shit out because normally she's like, "Oh, I just call." I'm like, "All right, fine." And so I was like, "Well, just call him." I guess if it's not if he's not getting what you want, just right. give him a call. Um, to that sort of degree. So I, I don't know. Like it, it's it's it comes with a price to 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 accomplish those great feats. Oh yes, of, yeah. Of strength. Of strength. Speaking of great feats of strength. Ooh. Ooh. There. Ooh. There's another great feat of strength that comes at a price, mm. which is one's life. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? The throwdown. <laughs> yeah. Throwdown. Uh, so today's throwdown, it's a battle of the sexes, Doug. Oh, shit. The battle of the sexies. Mm. And sexes. Mm. But they're both sexy. Mm. Uh, we are going to pit two explorers against each other. Okay. Today, we are pitting two people who have a thirst for adventure Ooh. and a thirst for history. Huzzah! Two archaeologists. Okay. I think. <laughs> Indiana Jones uh-huh. versus Laura Croft. Oh, boy. Begin! What version of Laura Croft are we talking? Great question. <laughs> are we talking like video game, triangle boobs, <laughs> Laura Croft? Are we talking... Uh, Angelia Jolie. I feel like we have rebooted. To, I feel like we have to go. Oh fuck! I didn't even think about the rebooted one. I'm gonna go with Angelina Jolie because mm-hmm. initially I was like, you can't go computer game because all of our throwdowns are based in reality. They are. So I can't go computer game versus real mm-hmm. person. So I think we're gonna do uh, Harrison Ford heyday, mm-hmm. not Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison Ford in his heyday versus Angelina Jolie as Laura Croft. Or Angelina Jolie's take on Laura Croft. Uh, I have to say that I think Indiana Jones is at a huge disadvantage because he has a whip. And a gun. And a gun. A six-shooter. Well, Laura Croft has double... Double automatics. Double, or double semi-automatics. Double semis. Yeah. Um, yep. I feel like while Harrison Ford does some great... You know, Indiana Jones does some great stunt work in those movies, I, I don't feel like it holds up to what Laura Croft can do as okay. far as like yeah. tomb raiding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if they're tomb raiding, if they're tomb raiding, um, cause I'm thinking even, you know, again, I know we're not basing it off the video games entirely, but you know, the things that she does in those games, you know, are very agile, sure, very acrobatic, athletic, yeah. acrobatic. Um, and you know, I know also said not the current iteration, but if you watch the trailer for the most, recent upcoming Tomb Raider game. I mean, Laura Croft is a fucking monster. Yeah. As far as like... Wait, game or movie? Uh, it's it's a trailer for the game that's coming out. Oh, I didn't know there's another game coming and, out. And, I mean, she's fucking stalking people in the jungle and like just straight up murdering people. I'm like, fucking A. Like, yeah, man. It's pretty, yeah. pretty intense. At the end of the day, he's still a professor. Yeah. Is he? 
Is he? Presumably. Um, so, I mean, definitely feisty, but he's got like that old school right. 1930s and 40s sort of like. Put him up. He's like, I will punch your lights out, right, sonny. I'll, I'll butter your bread, I will, I will. You know, so right. I, I feel like technological wise, you know, they've got better weapons, you know. Um, and while he's got some pretty good brawling and stuff like that, he does have a whip. But I mean, honestly, I don't think a whip is a very useful weapon. If you're going up against two handguns, mm-hmm. I would say not. Yeah, probably not. Now, if you can get the drop on her, and he's really fucking good with that whip. So if you can get the drop is on Is he her, really fucking good at that whip? I would say, yeah. I, I don't think he, he rarely is. misses his mark whenever he's like he's aiming for something. He can always how get often, it to wrap around. How often do you see him use his, his whip? Often, actually. Name 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 three times. <laughs> All right. Well, first, uh, two of them are going to come out of the uh, the uh, um, Temple of Doom. Okay. One, he whips it around her waist at the end, and he's able to pull her back. <laughs> Number one, so he can he can grapple with it. <laughs> Number two, uh, he uh, when he's trying, to, it's it on it's on the conveyor belt, I think, where uh-huh. he. He whips it up, it wraps uh-huh. around something, he's able to swing off. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, in the beginning of um, Temple... Um, oh, fuck. I'm Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thank you. Raiders of the Lost Ark. He used it to get across the crevasse. So that's great. So he's using it not as a weapon, but as a utility belt <laughs> to get from point A to point B. Yes, but my point being is that he's always able to, wherever whatever he's doing, he's always able to hit it and, and make it wrap around and stick. Right? So it's not just a whoosh, like snapping it at people. Yeah. He's able to use it tactically and practically. That rhymes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it does. And, uh, yeah, but as far as like a weapon goes. I'm just saying if you can get the drop on her, he can get it around her neck. We could, <laughs> if he get the drop on her, he whips it up in the air and then literally gets the drop on right. her. Right. Because he latches onto something and then he falls can do on her. that. Wait a second. Wait a second. Time out. Didn't he hang someone too? Didn't he whip it around someone's neck and actually pull them up? Oh, he did. He he he, he did that, and then it's, it was in Temple of Doom. And he threw the whip up to the fan, which when you watch it now is insane. Oh, it's, that in, this it's was, bananas. And it, it twirls around and shortens up, the, and somehow the right. guy's face lands in the fan and kills him. Right. Which, by the way, also... Or his neck snaps or something? I always took it was as... Because he's going, ah, 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 and then right. he goes... And then you and just see the silhouette of the of him going around in I was like, circles. I was like, first of all, that fan would collapse under that guy's weight. Yeah, he was, that was not a light gentleman. Yeah. And this was also built in an, in, in a castle right. in even India. If it's, even if it's bamboo, I would argue structurally, that will not hold him. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean... However... I've never seen him use it in a way like. For, have you ever seen the the, uh, the rundown with uh, yeah, Rock? absolutely. There's yeah. a guy that dual wields oh, whips yeah. in that movie. Yeah, as dumb as that is, at least that guy is like attacking and right. doing stuff like that. I don't really. Ever, you don't ever really see Andy do that. You know what I mean? I'm still saying he's he is uh, efficient at whipping. I'll give it. He he definitely has some capabilities, but I don't see it as like a oh shit. This right. guy's got a whip. Like, she fires a bullet, and he's able to it right away. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mid air, he just whips the fucking bullet out of the yeah. Um, I, don't, I think I'm going to give it to Laura Croft. I think she has more, better agility. I think she has better weaponry. Um, I think. Um, I just, I just think she's got, she's got better physicality. And Indy's fine. He improvises a lot. Yeah. I feel like with his <clears throat> environment, which is fine. Um, but he's a brawler, and I, I just I don't think if they're doing a straight up stand up stand up fight, neutral fight, he's he's done for. Wait a second, no guns? 
I think even with no guns, I think I still give it to Laura Croft. Yeah? I still think she has... Question, does yeah. he have short round in his quarter? Absolutely not. Okay. Then that is unfair. Because it's two on one. It's two on one. No. Um, I would I would say as much as I love Indiana Jones, he was Likewise. A, an integral part of my childhood. I dressed up like him on more than one occasion that was not Halloween mm-hmm. uh, and attempted to put an Indiana Jones stunt show on in my backyard, nice. which failed miserably yeah. uh, or spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Laura Croft yeah. as well. I, I think that's how it even has in to the, go. Even in a stand-up, uh, no-weapon scenario, she is, I think, a. She has proven herself to be a better martial artist, mm-hmm. uh, more agile, more acrobatic, and yeah, I think she. He brawls. I think she is. She seems more uh, combatively trained. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. So, Laura Craft for the win! <laughs> that was fun. You're welcome. Yay! Yay! Uh, Justin, that was great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything you want to shout out or promote this week? Yes, I do. Uh, I don't know if I've... I feel like I've done this before. I don't know. John Mulaney. Yeah, you Radio City, that. Kid Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Watch it. It's a fucking hysterical. It's amazing. And if you're our age, if you're in your 30s, you it will be even funnier. I guarantee it. Very funny stuff. Um, also, uh, the What the Fuck podcast with Mark Marin mm-hmm. Just had Paul Rudd on. Oh! Listen to that episode. Check that out. It is a great episode. Nice. Yeah. That sounds I awesome. love Paul Rudd. I do too. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, go check out Ant-Man and the Wasp. Woo. It's a great movie. If you like the Wait, first did you thing, see it? Is it out? Yeah. Oh, this no is shit. out. It came out last weekend, you idiot. I honestly that got so buried for me. Really? Like, yeah. It was everywhere That's for me. It's the first Marvel movie that I've seen stuff for it. Mm-hmm. I the date is just every yeah. other Marvel movie, I know what date it's coming out. And yeah. then this one just kind of like it just happened. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. It didn't do super great at the box office, but um I definitely recommend it, especially if you saw the first Ant-Man. This is if you like that, you will absolutely love this movie. It's great. Paul Rudd is fantastic. Took number one at the box office, but oh boy, that is a yeah, that's a it's a a, a significantly lower yeah. uh, gross. I'm not surprised though because Ant Man doesn't have a huge draw. Sure, as yeah. far as that stuff goes, it's also I think I, I read it that someone describing it as a nice palate cleanser for the Marvel Cinematic Universe because after yeah. everything that happened with Infinity War, it was kind of nice to see something take a smaller scale. Right. No pun intended. Hey, um, this guy over here. But it's it's very much. Uh, I liked what they did with the villain, um, and of course Paul Rudd was fantastic. The action's great. It's Michael Pena is the best. I fucking love that I'm guy. Sh- yeah, I'm sure he's. It's super. It's got silly moments at times, and they 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 explore some pretty cool stuff in it. And the mid credit sequence is pretty. Awesome. Is there a post or is it only mid? There's mid and a post. There's okay. So they, so stick around for both. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The one um, that matters most is the mid. So. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna say much else because I won't spoil anything. But it's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, other question I had. Hague actually asked this. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen? Did you see uh, the Incredibles two? I have not. Okay. Because you love the Incredibles. I do, and I want to see that, but I don't know if I'm gonna catch it in the theater. Really? Yeah. I I really do want to see it, but I think I might wait for streaming on that one. Okay. Any any particular reason? I don't know. Um, I feel like at this point, uh, it might just be too late. I don't. I know that doesn't make any sense because it's still in the theaters. Um, but there's certain for me. There's like a shelf life. If I don't get to see it at a certain point, I'm kind of like, eh, well, I'll just wait at this point. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah. It's still technically I could go see it. But I mean, you can, and it's it's killing. Doing extremely well. Yeah, I've heard ex- nothing but great things about it. Domestically, it. it's over 500 million. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, uh, worldwide, we're at 775. So uh, maybe I will go see it. I don't know. I want to check that out. Has it, wait a second. How long has that been out? Has that? Let's see. Uh, one, two, three weeks in. 
and it is not open. Wait, no, it has opened in China. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Okay, it's not open in Greece yet, or Serbia and Montenegro. Those numbers are going to put it over the fucking top. Yeah, I'm very much looking. Uh, I, I want to go check that out. Uh, I think it'll. I think it'll be good. I hear excellent things about it. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, guys, you can find uh, MindGap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. And guys, remember, if you have any practical questions that you need answered, just hit hashtag AskPracticalDoug and tag myself, MindGap, or anything like that, Justin as well. I'll be happy to answer any of your practical questions and give you your practical needs. Absolutely. Justin also exists on the internet. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, and Spotify. You can subscribe to us and review us. And I say this every week, but uh, if you, it really does help push us up the ranks and it, it, it does a lot for us. So please do subscribe to us. Um, on each of those, especially Apple, uh, the iTunes podcast or the um, Apple podcast app. Um, but yeah, subscribe to us, review us, let people know what they're getting into. Uh, the reviews uh, do a, a huge amount to push us up um, and uh, and share us. If there's an episode that you like and you're like, oh, I think, you know, Jeff would like this, send it to Jeff. I don't care if it's spelled with a J or a G. Send it to him. Mm. Jeff will like this. Mm. And... Uh, TuiStaith.com slash MindGap. TuiStaith.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. Uh, is the other podcast I do every Monday with Milos Stavanovich. It's about the bar industry, and it's fun, and you'll learn some shit, hopefully. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. How's that for non-committal? Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Guys, have a great week, and just remember that there's two guys here who love you. MindGap Podcast.